Okay, Corporate Streets presentation. Welcome to the Powercast. The Powercast. The Powercast. Welcome to the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast discussing the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And today you have TJ. And this is Jaren. This week, we are talking about the 47th law. Do not go past the mark you aimed for. In victory, learn when to stop. All right, Jaren. Translation time. I've been waiting for this. What you got? All right. Translation for this week is, bro, you're going too far. Jumping out of the gym. You being extra. You OD. Chill, 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 chill. All right, little world star action in there. Yeah. A little, a little uh, jumping out of the gym. You OD. Little yeah. ODing over there. Okay. So that's a translation. Care to explain it all? I thought I just did. Okay. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. These, chill, these, chill. these are things you say when people are going too far, when they're, when they're passing that point where it's becoming something different. This is what people say. You're going too far. You're jumping out the gym. You're being extra. You ODing. Chill, 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 chill. Okay. <laughs> Love the world star reference, though. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's one of my you examples, so we'll, I'll explain at least the chill, 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 chill. You got to explain the chill for those who don't know. Yep. We'll get to it, y'all. We, we'll, we'll keep you uh, hook line on that one. Few words from the OG Robert Green. The moment of victory is often the moment of greatest peril. In the heat of victory, arrogance and overconfidence can push you past the goal you had aimed for. And by going too far, you make more enemies than you defeat. Do not allow success to go to your head. There is no substitute for strategy and careful planning. Set a goal. When you reach it, stop. Unfortunately, the first thing that popped into my head this time was bank robbers. I don't know how many movies you have to see. I don't know how many stories you have to read in the paper. How many times you see it on TV. Mm-hmm. Bank robbers never know when to stop, man. <laughs> it seems right. like they never know when to stop. The guys who get away, they get away. Maybe they plan for that one hit. They get that hit and then they do well with their 10K or with their 100K or whatever they get. But how many times do you see the bank robber who robbed five, six, seven banks and they still don't have enough money and they keep going until they get caught? Yeah, it's always that one last job they have to do. It happened and set it off, right? <laughs> right. You always got to do insert, insert the movie here, man. They did it on set it off. What was the one with uh, Johnny Depp when he was like selling cocaine? Uh, is that blow? Blow, yep. Blow. He had to do yeah. it one last job. Yep. Spiking the ball. What was, what's your movie? Uh, Carlito's Way. Didn't he? Carlito's Way, man. He had to do his one just last left job. With old girl. Yeah, he had. To, she should have left with old girl. So bank robbers, serial killers, drug dealers, anybody in that life. 
They don't know how to get to that goal and stop, man. They're winning. They think they're going to keep winning. And we're going to talk about that, too, when you think you're going to keep winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they think they're going to keep winning. They get overconfident, and eventually they get, they get caught. Now, OGRG tells us that there's nothing more intoxicating than victory and nothing more dangerous. What does that mean to you? I would say, like, I remember, I, I think it was George Bush where they said he was spiking the ball. So he got the the win. I can't. I think it was like some kind of war uh, that that they said that basically was over and was won. And he was like going on these uh, battleships and stuff, and like basically having like a parade on the battleship. <laughs> and and they were like he was spiking the ball. So. I guess so. I guess the the metaphor is like you know you score a touchdown, you can just ha- hand the ball back to the to the referee, but if you spike it, it's like uh, in your face, kind of thing, you know. Which I mean, come on, spiking the ball. They need to change that. <laughs> they need to change that phrase because spiking the ball is very uh, it's very normal I mean I think they would like it if people spiked the ball and that was it you know you got Chad Ocho Cinco he was doing like whole dance routines and everything so <laughs> Terrell Owens right Terrell he, Owens, he was doing yeah. his routine yeah so spiking the ball come on but yeah I think it's I think it's kind of like that so you know again he got the victory but people were looking at it kind of like man that's not right like like we get it you won but you don't have to go and do all of this hey man you can get you can get hurt celebrating since we're talking spiking the ball we're talking football i don't know if any of the listeners remember uh bill grammatica back in 2001 homie played i think he played for the arizona cardinals yeah the kicker i knew he kicked the 42 yard Martin, huh? Martin Gramatica, his brother, was uh, my guy because he was with the Buccaneers when they was good. Yeah, he was with the Bucks. It wasn't my boy, Martin. Yeah, you're right. This is his brother, Bill, man. And homie kicked the 42-yard field goal, got excited, uh, yeah. got happy, jumping up and down, and he tore his ACL, dog, because <laughs> he jumped up and landed wrong. And that, that's, whole, that's whole YouTube compilations with – when celebrating goes wrong <laughs> like there'll be people running like a marathon and then they're like they'll like put their hands up as they're getting towards the finish line and then somebody else is like right behind them and they just blow past right. them and <laughs> <laughs> oh man then you go trying to celebrate and see what happens man so again nothing more intoxicating than that victory but that victory is also dangerous because if you get too happy you get too used to winning you could eventually lose or you could find your downfall and i had an example in my head and it just left me because i started talking about bill grammatica okay how about uh i got i go on for you i'll fill in uh rap reference hip-hop reference Remy Ma kind of spiked the ball recently, or semi-recently. It was, what, earlier this year? So she had the Sheether record, right? Right. And everybody saw that as a clear victory for her. 
she beat down uh, Nicki Minaj lyrically and musically, but then she wasn't done. She wanted to hit him with another one. Another and one. Another one. It kind of was, you know, it was, it was uh, basically the consensus was that it was whack. She went too far. She could have just left it with, with the uh, sheath or joint. With, yeah, with the one track, but she had to go for another one. But she had and to go get that unsportsmanlike and <laughs> get that unsportsmanlike hard on her and come with this other lesser record that's true now the OG gives us some words of wisdom and he says that be guided by reason not by momentary thrills or emotional victories Mm -hmm. so in other words when you get that win it's cool to celebrate for the moment but you need to take some time and reflect and ponder and this is the reason why man you need to think about these details and how it happened how did you win why did you win why did you win the way you did understand the variables that could have changed the outcome because if you do this you'll understand the reason behind your victory versus going to what you always go to and thinking that you're going to win every time because you're doing the same move right Mm -hmm. and so i mean this this could be anything you know we talked about video games you play with your cousin they got that one drop kick and they use it because they think it's overpowered and they beat you and everybody in the house and then your homeboy comes over and he just you know beats them no problem and you think that you're going to use that move the same way every time and you think you're going to win we can go a sports reference if you think you're going to run the same run and play to the right every single time you, you got another thing coming <laughs> so Anyway, so, you need to you need to understand why what was behind the victory versus just doing the same thing over again. So okay, so can you repeat for me what the OGRG said when you started that part of? He said, "Be guided by reason, mm-hmm. not by momentary thrills or mm-hmm. emotional victories." All right, so emotional victories. When I heard that, the first thing I thought about was this one show that me and my son love watching. It's called Last Chance University. Last Chance U. It's on Netflix. And on the surface, it looks like it's about uh, it's a show about football, but it's really not. I mean, it's, it's about the kids, and it's, it's a good show. So anyway, it's a, it's a uh, college in Mississippi, a junior college in Mississippi, and basically they get all of these, uh, these um, athletes from bigger schools who, like, might have messed up. So say a guy punched a girl in the bar, well, that guy ends up at this school. Oh, okay. So he could continue to play football. All right. So they got all these studs on their team, and they blow teams out, right? They be getting scores like 70 to 10 and stuff like that. And they were playing this one game. It was the final game of the season. And they were, you know, it was, a, you know, they were, they were undefeated. The other team they were playing was two and six, and they were blowing them out. And before they went to the game, they knew that this team was going to start trying to mess with them. As a matter yeah. of fact, they had even like like attacked one of the uh, trainers or something, and like had, he had the guy had to get stitches. So anyway, so they knew it was going to be like a heated game. They get to the second quarter. It's about to be second half, 
and they are blowing this team out 40 to nothing already. Oh and man, the, killing them. And the coach goes, I'm going to like I'm going to I want to keep scoring. I'm going to have 50 before the half. And so he calls a timeout with like 40 seconds left. And that pissed off the other team and it started like this big old brawl. Like bench clearing brawl and they ended up uh having to forfeit that game. And they also got suspended for two more games, which eliminated them <laughs> from the playoffs. Oh, and so wow. so so let me so I said all of that to say this coach got emotional. He wanted that emotional victory. He essentially was spiking the ball or he was going past the point of victory. He should have just been trying to run out this clock, let second stringers get in, that kind of thing. But he wanted to rub it in their face and destroy this other team and humiliate this other team. Well, the well, he didn't expect for that team to be like, you know what, we don't got nothing to lose. We just gonna go ahead and just like steal off on y'all. And I mean, like, <laughs> like, so what? We get suspended. I mean, we don't got no more games left. Right. So it ruined their whole championship season. This team hasn't lost a game, had lost a game in like 30 games or something like that. And because of this, they fell off and they didn't get to, you know, go to the championship. So there, that was just one of the situations where it was like, oh, my God. Yeah, you definitely went past the point of victory. And exactly. He spiked that. That ball. makes sense. He OD. That was a really good example. Yeah. Speaking of examples, I finally remembered that other example that I have to get off because it was it was pretty funny when it was told to me. So okay. I'm at work. One of my coworkers, he was telling me about his brother. His brother went to small claims court. He took somebody to small claims court for some reason. I don't know what the reason was. Uh, and it's, it's not even important to the story. But the other person didn't show up. So if the other person don't show up, you win by default. Right. Right. So he won. And he was like, you know what? That was pretty easy. And he was intrigued about what the process was like. He didn't get to see the process. So he sat down and he watched a few cases and yep. he just watched some cases. And next thing you know, the guy walks in <gasps> that was supposed to be a court. <laughs> no. And he walked up. It and he asked no, there ain't no way. Dude, he asked about. Yo, can my case can my case get called? And they they asked for my my coworker's brother, and he was in the audience, right? <laughs> so they was like, "All right, well, let's do the case then." And so wow. they did the case, and he lost. <laughs> wow! See, my the coworker's there. brother lost because he sat there and he got the win. He could have just took his win and went on about his business, dog. But he had to sit around and bask in his victory. Check did out the scene. I mean, <laughs> he did it. It wasn't like out of arrogance, though, right? I mean, nah, man. He's just look, like, I hey, got my W. I might as well. Dog, nah, you're supposed your to just take your W and, and go, go to the locker room. Yep. No, dog. Take your win and go home. Yep. Don't be sitting out on the field trying to talk to all the fans. Yep. Get on the bus and get out of there, man. <laughs> That's all you got to do. That's true. Yeah, man. He got the W. The guy came in late, asked the judge, can they check? Can they case go? case went he ended you know and my homeboy's brother ended up losing man he initially won by default but he had to bask in that victory and hang out hang out with the crowd you know so dang anyway, i guess he I was like he already took his, his vacation or whatever to got to go to court so yeah he might as well like, sit around and 
See I took this day happening. off. I'm $2,500 richer. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me sit back, kick my feet up. I've been I don't in the rush back to work. I've been in the court situation. <laughs> you know, you go to court and you always it's it's kind of interesting to listen to what everybody else is doing, even if it's traffic court and you just waiting, like just to hear what people are there for, and to and hear the excuses to, they come up yeah, with, try to hear and them the way they talk. try to get out exactly. of it. Exactly, exactly. It, it is kind of interesting. And plus, if especially like when you're waiting, and I know this is a little off topic, but when you're waiting. You know, you kind of can see what that judge is like and what kind of things are working. And, you know, maybe they got a similar situation to you. So, you know, right. you know how you need to approach it. Maybe but you realize in this case, the, jo- the, the judge likes jokes. Right. You know, or maybe the judge don't play or. But in this case, he had already met the judge. Judge threw it out. He should have left. <laughs> get your stuff get your bag get your water bottle would you say dog go go to the locker room get go on the bus the get up out of there yep get up yeah, out of there that's what he should have did now the OG said something really interesting man he said that success plays strange tricks on your mind man it makes you feel like you're invulnerable it also makes you feel more hostile and emotional when people try to challenge your power you become or excuse me you come to believe that your character is responsible for your success rather than your planning and your strategizing. And I'm gonna go one step further, man. I'm gonna also say we have to include that success will also make you forget that you didn't get there alone. So, success plays tricks on the brain. It tells you that you're you're not vulnerable. It, it makes you hostile and emotional when people try to challenge who you are, challenge your power. Like, mm-hmm. you talking to me? Right. You know who I am? Uh, you believe that it's your character that made you responsible for your success rather than the planning and the strategizing and the practicing and whatever you did and success will also trick you into thinking that you did it all yourself you didn't have no help all me 100 me by myself so be careful with that you got anything to say about that bro no i think you you covered that one yeah just definitely you just have to be like you said you just have to be careful it basically i mean kendrick lamar covered this just be humble there you go all right two words maybe that could have been my translation be humble (laughs) that could have been that would have worked keys to power all right og explains that there are rhythms and patterns to power those who succeed are the ones who control the patterns and vary them at will all right so Rhythms and patterns, if you know how to control it and vary it, then you'll have power. Now, a hot take from the OG is that the essence of strategy is controlling what comes next. That's the essence of strategy. You control what comes next. This made me think about chess players and domino players. They think, the great ones, they think several moves Moves ahead. ahead, Yep. And the plays that they allow you to make, they're decoys, you know. Or the plays that they're making or decoys, you think you can go get them, but you can't go get them because when you go chasing after them, you're falling into their trap. And so they're controlling what comes next, which means that they're controlling the strategy. Uh, Victory. Victory can be the reason for your downfall in two ways in the eyes of OG Robert Green, man. All right. Way number one, you realize that a certain pattern of moves helped you become victorious. And because of that, you start trying to repeat it over and over and over and over again. Number two, 
success goes to your head and you get that Jay-Z mentality. I will not lose. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you become cocky and you're sure to lose eventually if you become cocky like that. So how do you fend it off? How do you fend off your downfall? Or you don't make any you have- friends. You're about doing that either. And you don't make any friends. That's true. That's true. Um, how do you fend that off, man? You got to understand your wins. Why did you win? What contributors helped you win? What variables could have put you in that losing position? We talked about the rhythms and patterns. You need to change it up. Don't become predictable. Don't do that same play to the right every time. You know what? And this could be a reversal potentially, but like people, what's his name? Lonzo Ball? Yeah. I kept hearing the sports people, the sports commentators talking about how he needs to be a little more braggadocious, basically. Uh huh. Because he's a little too quiet or whatever. So they kind of want him to to jump out the gym, right? You know what, though? You got to be careful with that. And we're going to get to that in a minute. We're actually going to talk about okay. that in a moment. Okay. But people around you, man, they will they will set you up for failure, and you have to watch out for those people. Like, yeah, well, like because he's he's sitting there being quiet and being humble, but they want him to be out there a little more. Yeah, they're antagonizing, they're pegging him, they're poking at him, telling him, "Hey, man, you too weak. You need to you need to you know you need to man up, and and you need to be more vocal." And then when he starts talking reckless like Kobe Bryant, then everybody's calling him conceited. And everybody's saying that he's arrogant and he's a ball hog and he's not a team player. And then they set you up for the fail. Okay. So we'll, we'll get to that in one sec. Okay. Now luck. Do you believe in luck? Jaren? Uh, yeah, I would say I do. I know there's a a saying that goes something like luck is about opportunity and being able to capitalize off of opportunity or something like that. But, yeah, I believe in it. Okay. So, listeners, whether you call it luck, whether you call it blessings, positive energy, karma, just know that it's more to it than just your skills and your actions that play a part in your success. Mm -hmm. Whatever you call it, there's more to it than what you do. There's some circumstance that, that helps that situation. And you can call it whatever you want. Um but there is something else. So be aware of that. And the OG says that luck and circumstances always play a role in power. It's not always about you. It's not always about what you do. Things play out for reasons that we can't always control. And that's the luck, the blessing, the positive energy or the karma. Now, good luck versus bad luck. Bad luck is good for you. According to the OG It's better for you than good luck is because at least with bad luck, it teaches you to reflect and right. understand what's happened. Right. It makes you want to improve and make sure whatever happened never happens again, right? If yeah. you have some bad luck. It's kind of like people saying they learn more from their losses than their wins. Yeah. Now, on the flip side, that good luck, though, it gives you that false sense of reality. It makes you think you're greater than what you really are. That good luck will make you cocky. It'll make you arrogant. Just think about it. Those people who grow up broke, Working for everything that they get, they usually, you know, if they work hard and make it to a position, they're able to maintain that because they work so hard for it and they know what it took to get there and they appreciate it. They respect it. 
But if you're handed down money through the family or you win the lottery, you're more prone to squander it because you didn't have to work hard for it. You got that good luck and you thought it was because Man, of you that nah, you got all of that. Nah. Not me winning the lottery. That's not what's going to happen. Nah, man. You overdo it. You probably try to overdo it, man. You'd be uh, like, you know what? I got the, I won the lottery. I can't overdo it. I can afford it. No, nah, man. You know what? Man, forget them taxes. I ain't think about no taxes. I need a Tesla. I need two Ferraris. And uh, you know what? I'll go ahead and get that GTR to ride on Mondays. Like, oh, they only made like eight Enzos? Why not have two? <laughs> right. They got to buy one, get one. They got to buy one, get one half off. Like Why I not should, spend that 400 k I should have two. Yeah. Though, so. There you go. So good luck and bad luck, man. <clears throat> At least in the bad luck, it makes you reflect on what you got going on more. Good luck makes you feel arrogant and makes you feel like it's about you and you did the win. And again, we right. talked about that success. It has you feeling like you did it all by yourself. And that's not always the case. Now, the people around you, they'll gas you up, man, into thinking you're unstoppable. And this is going to go back into what you were talking about with the Lonzo Ball thing. Right. Not only will they gas you up and tell you that you're unstoppable, and they really believe that you're unstoppable because you did the unthinkable. You did the unimaginable. And so they do believe in you, but they don't they don't talk to you about analyzing how you won and they don't care about how you got to the win. They just simply know that you won. Right. And they just, they just simply know that you're the best and that you're great. So those people that saying Lonzo Ball needs to talk more, you don't know what it takes for him to be as humble as he's been. You don't know what type of failures he's seen by talking to trash. You don't know what type of demons he's fighting because maybe he is one of those people that talks a lot, but he's working his best to be humble. And they're trying to unleash that beast in him, man, to be you know, an arrogant little jerk, and that and that's sad. Yeah, I I don't know why they would want that out of him. You know, because they because then they see somebody who is talking like crazy, crazy trash, and they're like, oh, you know, he's talking too much, and you know, he's he's a problem for the team and that kind of stuff. So, oh, and by yeah. the way, I did find that saying about luck. Luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. Ah, there you go. Preparation means opportunity. That that's a pretty good explanation. I like that. Yeah. All right, these people that's trying to fool you, don't let them fool you into not self-reflecting. Just know who you are. Know your situation. Know the competition you just had, and understand why that situation happened. Know that you were prepared and it met that opportunity, and that's why you were able to capitalize. Know that. Be mindful of your abilities and put yourself in the best possible position. You know what this made me think of, man? Floyd Mayweather. He's undefeated, right? And had he listened to everybody else that was around him about who he should fight and when he should fight them, he probably wouldn't be undefeated. Right. He has to pick it. He has to pick his fights strategically, right? So he doesn't. And it was just basically when he feels like he could beat the person. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe he's picking the fighting style. I don't know what he's picking, but he's definitely making smart choices about his fights. He's picking. He's going at the right time. He's going for the right people. His record is impeccable, and it's because he understands the rhythms and the patterns of his successes, and he's moving those pat. He's influencing those patterns and those rhythms. 
like we talked about. Dude, could so. you could you have chosen somebody else? I mean, why not? He's he's his record is impeccable. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> you still salty about that Conor McGregor loss, bro? Come on, man. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Fine, I got another we one. We told Jay-Z. you, we told you about being perfect, man. Just last week. We yeah. Said, we told, yeah, we that's talked true. About being perfect. We did. So maybe that wasn't a good example. So you, let's take let's take a Jay Z then, right? Uh, this guy has been making albums since 1996. This year is 2017, and he comes out with an album. For a long time, it was every year. Uh, and then he started moving towards every couple of years. And even still, he understands the patterns and the rhythms of his success. And he continues to mold and make those work for him. If he continued to make the same type of music that he was making the entire time with that same formula, rapping like he was still in 1997, he wouldn't be the guy that he is today. But he's able to move and recreate himself and recreate his rap persona which helps him be one of the greats that he is. Okay. Is that better? You cool with that one? Is that better? Yeah, yeah. I was I would say that's a little better. I mean I like I <laughs> uh, don't think that you always impress people when you go above and beyond going past your goals and winning. If you show that you're too <clears throat> ambitious or over ambitious too early, people might not trust you, especially when we're talking about your superiors. So if you get in there and you think you're 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 uh you're showing out to your basketball coach and you go and drop fifty, he might look at you like, yo, I don't need you to drop fifty. I need you to drop twenty-five and pass the ball. And so you think you're showing somebody something because you're overdoing it and you're 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 going to the max. But that might not always be the best thing for you. Yeah, that's kind of like, you know, that kid riding his bike with no hands i don't know could you do that could you ride a bike with no hands no or, or i can let it go with no hands i couldn't pedal with no hands yeah. though so that but you know it's always that kid who could and so he's riding around eating chips looking at you and smiling <laughs> smiling at girls as he passes drives by yeah you, you you got the balance and stuff but then he like runs into a back of a car or something yeah, it makes it that much more funny. Right. <laughs> it's much more funny when somebody's showing out and then they, you know, they lose. So I don't want to say they injure themselves. I'm not laughing at nobody's misfortune, but, well, I'm not telling you to laugh. I probably would have laughed. Yeah, but you could laugh at his embarrassment. Okay. Not his misfortune, his embarrassment. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, OG touched on favors if you get a favor especially from a superior take the favor thank them and then get up out of there go away if you continue to ask for favors it looks like you're incapable and your reputation could take a hit because you don't believe in yourself you don't trust in yourself you need gimmies you need more gimmies I just gave you and you're asking for more gimmies you might not deserve to be here might be the thought Understanding when to stop is important. You can keep that encore going right into a loss. Now think mm-hmm. about this. World star. I got you. World star. <laughs> so let's say you're you, so let's say you're fighting somebody, right? Oh, come on, man. I got I got one of these too. All right, let's see where you guys go. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, you you're fighting <clears throat> you're fighting somebody. You knock the guy out. Okay. You have one at this point, right? The Dude, fight is over. This is so funny. 
we got the same example. Go ahead, though. Yeah, I'm just saying the fight is over. Yep. You won. Go ahead, walk back to the trap. Tell your friends about it. It's even our. It's even recorded for everybody to see. Yep. But no. Watch it over and over again in the house. Yeah. But no, you can't stop. You're so <laughs> dang on mad and enraged that this guy just didn't pay you his five dollars that he owed you. You are now about to embarrass him. You want to stump him out. You want to soccer kick him in the head while he's knocked out. He's already snoring. He's locked up. And you want to keep stomping him out. And, of course, you start stomping him. You got your friend telling you, chill, 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 chill. Chill, 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 chill. But you don't want to listen. Guess what happens? You mess around and get a murder charge off of this because you want to stump the dude up dog i i swear to you i had that same example <laughs> so but that's a perfect example i thought the same thing man yeah i thought the same exact thing you won the fight you could have went home you could have chilled like your homeboy told you by the way listeners if you don't know what the choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo it's your friends telling you to chill or the people around the scene telling you to chill because you've already won there's always that but person. You hurt. Once you, you, once you, you go hurt. to once you go to stumping them out, they go chill, 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 chill. And you well, it's usually when they go to sleep. When you see yeah, the guy yeah, sleeping, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like referees. Right. Like these people in the middle of the street, they're like referees, and they're like, "Yo, chill, 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 chill." He's, so, he's already done. So in the Conor McGregor uh, Mayweather fight, like when they stopped it, the referee probably jumped in and was like, "Chill, chill, 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 chill." Yeah, yeah, he definitely said chit 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 chit. He didn't he wasn't mic'd up though. We couldn't hear him. Right, right. <laughs> he wasn't mic'd up. And so, yeah, you you ignored the chill 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 chill. They tried to warn you. You kept stomping him out, kicking his face in, and now you got a murder charge. Had you had stopped, you would have had your freedom. So, and just great minds think alike, yeah. Jaren. I thought the same exact thing. Don't lose your freedom because you don't want to chit 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 chit. chill. That should have been Right there, that should have been the translation. Don't lose your freedom because you don't want to chit 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 chit. Yeah. And now it's time for the reversal. Now the OG said a whole lot of words in the reversal, <clears throat> but in the end, it boiled down to this law number fifteen: crush your enemy totally. If you don't crush them, they'll come back looking for revenge, and you don't want that, right? You don't want to have to be looking over your shoulder at all times. So to conclude the law, you want to set your goal, achieve it, and stop. But I'm sure, I'm sure I said it then. Just ask Ricky. <laughs> achieve your goal. Wait, set your goal. Achieve it and stop. Mm -hmm. Just ask Ricky for what? What you asking Ricky? He should have crushed his enemies. Instead, they came back and they blasted him. Ah, Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Go check that movie if you ain't seen it. If you have that opponent, crush him totally. All right. Don't needlessly continue. Like, don't just keep going for the heck of it. Don't keep kicking him in the head after he's asleep. You don't need to do that. Don't needlessly continue. You just continue with the purpose. You beating if him you by don't 40. have that purpose no more, you leave it alone. <laughs> you beating him by 40? You just need to get sit the starters out? And chill, 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 chill. Oh, OG talks about momentum, too. Uh, I want to get into that real quick. Momentum, man. So, what is momentum? Momentum is pro progressive development or forward movement that's what momentum is and the og said he want us to know he want us to understand that we create our own successes and if we get a chain of those positive events it doesn't mean that that's momentum 
It's your own doing. It's your own action along with the luck, the blessings, the positive energy and the karma, whatever you believe in. But once you start subscribing to that idea of momentum, you'll be sitting back and waiting for something to happen rather than making something happen. You're going to be waiting for that. Man, you know what? I'm just I just got to get my momentum back. I just got that momentum. When I get that momentum, that's when I'm going to really start doing it. And you're sitting back and waiting for this thing that doesn't really exist. Yeah. So, or let's say you do have the let's let's take momentum in a uh, scientific example. You're on a swing. You're swinging as high as you possibly can. You're probably almost ninety degrees. Uh, let's say you're about eighty-seven degrees All from right. being parallel. <coughs> yeah, uh, you know, parallel to the uh, to the the bar. But no, yep. you got to go higher. You think you can swing around the entire swing. Of course, that leads to you falling off and getting put on World Star <laughs> because you had to overdo it. You already had the record for swinging as high as possible at the playground, but you want to go all the way around. That's impossible. Yeah, Nobody can do that, by the way. Is it impossible? I believe it is. Hmm. Okay. We have no, to go to YouTube that. to look it look it up. Have you seen it happen? I haven't seen it happen. It would have to be like grown men pushing the kids for that to happen. <laughs> oh, kids not doing it themselves. Right. So, I do have a hot take of the week though. Okay. My hot take my hot take of the week, and this is what I want you guys to take away, uh, our listeners. I want you to take this all away, ladies, guys, whoever we got listening. We got a lot of listeners, so. Just because you won doesn't mean you won. Maybe your opponent lost. Got that? Just because you won doesn't mean that you won. Maybe your opponent just lost. So all I'm saying is is that sometimes you win because you're more prepared. And on the flip side, sometimes you win not because of how good you are, but because how bad the opponent is. Maybe they didn't prepare. Right. Maybe the opponent loses the game and you take credit for, oh, yeah, my defense was so great. Well, if the opponent didn't throw the ball out of bounds, <laughs> then, you know, it might have been a different outcome. So you got to be careful of that because you can be cocky thinking that you're great, thinking that you're doing everything right. You're the reason for the win. But it might be that your opponent actually lost the battle versus you winning the battle they might have made a bad decision so all right so this has been another episode of the corporate streets Powercast. and as always we encourage you to get your own copy of sir robert green's the 48 laws of power you can get the audio uh, book like we'll be like we've been listening to or you can get your own hard copy paperback i don't know how it's made but make sure you get that because as you know Sir Robert Green is always trying to do something, trying to floss on us, trying to flodge on us, trying to ball out on us, whatever you want to call it. And so this week I heard, and I don't know how I didn't know this, but he is actually a, a cigar connoisseur. Is he? Yeah. So I heard that he loves Dominican cigars specifically. And he found out that this woman, this Dominican woman has been hand rolling his favorite cigars, right? But okay. that's not good enough for him. Robert Green commands more, and he only wants the hands of a Dominican virgin 
to hand roll his cigars. Oh and, wow! And you know, you know that's hard to find a Dominican version. <laughs> Please, come on, man! You might as well it might as well be a, been a leprechaun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just because you get the OG Robert Greene's book or audio book doesn't mean you don't need us anymore. Just like listening to us doesn't mean you shouldn't support OG Robert Greene. You should definitely support what that man has going on. Go get his book. I'll put it like this. OG Robert Greene is like he's like a, a, a tall glass of water. Okay? Okay. And we, we're like the Gatorade powder that you put in that water, stir it up. We turn that thing into Gatorade. Look, we give you the electrolytes you need. We give you that extra sodium you need to keep going further. You know what? I'm going to go off a script here a little bit. He's like that Pepsi, right? But then you put it in the refrigerator and it kind of turns into that, like, it's that point where it turns into that slush. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's the best. Well, we're like that. We're like that slush. Let me give the there one up. But here, here, here's my real comparison. <laughs> he, he's like those huge door knocker earrings. You know, the big earrings the girls wear. Yeah, the door knockers. Yeah. And uh, we we that keloid. Whoa. Like we, I mean, it's cool though, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the girls. Well, we got to be a keloid though, dog. Because girls, <laughs> girls with keloids, they got, they need love too. It's all right. All right shout cool. out to the girls with keloids who didn't take care of their ears properly. And give some character, man. Sure. <laughs> so, all right. So next week, or actually, before I tell you what's going on next week, uh, I just want to remind you that you can reach out to us on uh, via email if you want to discuss any of these laws. The email address is thecorporatestreets at gmail.com that's corporate streets with a z where we're on twitter we're on facebook and for next week's show the final law law number 48 and that law is assume formlessness there you go be formless be like water don't do that man that's my translation is it yeah i already used it kind of Oh, okay. I used to be. Oh, you did use that one before. Yeah. Well, I was going to whip it out again. I mean, it's so perfect. Well, you can still whip it out. (coughs) I just said it'd be like Wata. You kind of ruined it. So, I did in the, like, this terrible Jamaican accent. They do say Wata. But. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, thank you for listening to another episode of the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people that bring knives to a fist fight kill your drama they kill your mother effing ants with a sledgehammer don't let me do it to you dunny cause I overdo it so you won't confuse it with just rap music R-O-C we running these rap hits (laughs) (laughs) see see what I did there he overdo it (laughs) he kills your, your ants with a sledgehammer so we out of here. Right. Peace. In which
your life, attain your goals. Thank you for listening to the Corporate Street, the Corporate Street, the Corporate Street, Powercast, 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 Powercast.